Bishop Dr. Michael Hutton Wood, the Senior Pastor of House of Jenna, UK, the Happy Church, presents six dynamic life-changing books that will catapult you to higher heights and titles. Success has no uncles. Twelve cancers to avoid at all costs in leadership, ministry, and management. You have only one life. Make it count. Understanding and releasing the power of first fruit offerings and types. Invoking the incredible power of altars and sacrifices. Forgive, but don't forget. Success is self-determined. Success consists of little daily efforts. And failure consists of little daily neglects. Daniel said, I understood by books. No matter what life throws at you, stay focused and keep moving through relevant and current information. These books are definitely a must for your library. Order your copies today by calling or visiting our website, www.housejitter.org.uk, or using the information on your screen. You are welcome, both in the house and those online. Are you glad to be in church? If you are glad to be in church, look at your neighbor and tell them, I'm excited to be in church. See, I came to be empowered. To empower others. Shout hallelujah. Okay, this month we're looking at restoration. And next month is our family month. And I want you to start. um, It will take about two minutes to... um, Let them feel... I don't you feel this place or the okay. Alright. We'll take a few minutes to share next week's flyer, the usual, and then also the um, next month. Uh, first next month next Sunday is Mother's Day. So in our teaching we'll cover why we should appreciate mothers. And then uh First Sunday of April, we make it a family. I want you to come with all your family. It's a family Sunday. Amen. Okay, today we're looking at keys to restoration. Keys to restoration and keeping it coming. There's a purpose for the title. Keys to restoration and keeping it coming. Look at the neighbor and say, and keeping it coming. Why do we use the word keeping it coming? There are people who, once they get restoration, they switch, they change. They become proud. Um, they don't give anymore. They don't tithe anymore. They don't go to church anymore. Or they don't go like they should. In other words, the things that they used to do that brought the restoration, they stopped doing it. So they stopped the cycle. You see, anytime you stop doing what got you where you are, you, 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 you break the cycle and have to start all over again. So, that, so it's with purpose that we make the title. The fact that you are healed doesn't mean you will stay healed. The fact that you are healed doesn't mean you stay healed. The fact that you are prosperous doesn't mean you stay prosperous. The fact that you are married doesn't mean you stay married. So getting, getting stuff like buying a house, keeping the house, like especially in this energy crisis and everything, everything's happening around the road, point points to what I've been saying since forever. He said, darkness has come. Don't be surprised that Putin and all these things going on around the globe. You should be, you should be very prophetic. 
You should know what happens before. As a believer, you should know the timetable of God. And just say, very, I'm very, very like, as a matter of fact, we are going to become richer in this time than we're going to become more influential. We're going to be traveling tomorrow. I sustain Pastor Michael in my car, Pastor Michael uh, Johnson. Uh, yeah, he's coming with me to Ghana. Yep. We, yeah. We're starting our missions. We need to move to nations. This Wednesday, Sister Deborah, Minister Deborah will be preaching on the midweek service. This Friday, Pastor Jose will be leading the prayer. And this Saturday, Pastor Michael Jr. will be teaching lunch hour with her team. So everybody, everybody get yourself ready. It's time to work for God. To keep restoration. Getting it doesn't mean keeping it. Are you there? Every one of us. You know, I can I thank you for reminding me again. <laughs> um, singles, are you there? If you are there, say we are there. Singles, are you there? If you are here, say I'm here. Yeah. All the married people also, you also say I'm here. <laughs> Recently, I said to you what I heard from the Spirit of God that uh, don't, don't, um, don't interfere with the prayers I'm praying for you. You know, I'm doing everything. Today, I'm speaking to keys to restoration and keeping it coming. And I will be laying emphasis on becoming a dream interpreter. That's the only key. That's the only way you can maintain your restoration. Start interpreting the dreams of God, the dreams of your church, the dreams of your boss, the dreams on your job, the dreams in your community. Holy dream interpreters, problem solvers, soul winners, worshippers, tithers, gift servers, see extended restoration. Yes, you cannot violate that. Amen. I said to you, don't interrupt with or don't interfere with the prayers and things that in other words. The things that we have taught you that we, you must use to get your breakthrough and keep your breakthrough, don't stop doing those things or you'll be interfering with the teachings and things that we are teaching you. So there's no new thing under the sun. So if I say type and you don't type, my prayers for you is not working. Because there's only one person who rebukes the devourer. That's God. No pastor has the power to rebuke any devourer. They can lay their leg or their stomach or all their cars on you, it's not good to happen. They are certain these pastors cannot do. They are vessels. If you are not a tither, you've opened the door for the devourer. If you don't pray, if you don't fast, if you don't go to church, if you don't do something in church, you are interfering with the prophecy God gave you from the beginning that this is your year of finger of God manifest. So you and I may be, are blocking what has been prophesied. You know, there are people who say things like, ah, but they prophesied that this will happen this year. God promised in the Bible that he will make us the head and not the tail. Now, every promise in the Bible is based on conditions. The only thing that is free is salvation. And even salvation, you have to what? You've heard it over the years. You have to what? Open your mouth, confess it, and it in your heart. Then you will be saved. So, even salvation involves your heart doing something. That's the whole idea. So, in this kingdom, nothing is free. Shout amen. So, keys to restoration. Example is the leopard. That came to Jesus. 
And uh, Jesus said, go show yourself to the priest. On their way, they got healed. But only one person came back to say thank you. Now, is the, only, the one who came back to say thank you was the one whose healing was perfected. So, healing came to all the ten. Restoration came to all of them. But the one whose healing was perfected and the one who was made completely healing is not the same as being whole. Healing, you see, that's why Bishop Oedipo, Pastor Matthew, Ibiomi, all these guys keep saying, you see some things, but the things you have seen, to keep those things coming, what you did to bring it in the first place, you have to keep doing it and intensifying it. Are you there? It's continuity. I want you to swim in restoration. And as a matter of fact, restoration is just one. Restoration, then there's compensation, then restitution. Restoration is you, things being restored back to you. Restitution is restoration plus added. Like Job got twice what he lost. So, he was restored what he lost but was given times two. Because all these things about, is about kingdom and about others. So you must have more than enough to take care of your family, plus others and plus nation. <laughs> Me being a blessing to just an individual is one thing, but we need to stretch to nation. And you are guaranteed your ticket will be bought by me. The church will buy you. You are coming on a mission, so... God will provide the money for you to go and use your gifting in Ghana. Keep giving. Keep interpreting dreams. This man has interpreted the dream of this church since he came here. And still interpreting. All I have to do is call him. And he'll be on the run. Every week, I call him. And he's on the run. Yesterday was out on evangelism with us, the team. God bless the people who came. And the two who gave, who couldn't make it, you made us know why you couldn't make it. God bless you. He met a drunkard next door. He was, he was with it or without it. You know, you know what I mean? When we went on evangelism for one and a half hours, on our way back, he was waiting, the drunkard was waiting for him here. Was it, was the one? yeah. yeah. He said, tell Pastor Michael, I'm waiting for him. After speaking to him for a few minutes and ministering to him, he kept, came back and waited at the door for him to speak to him. People have needs. People have issues. One of the ladies we met at evangelism is in church today. Cousin Noel picked her up. This is what it's all about. It's about people. Amen. Now, should I say it or not? What do you think is going to happen? What do you think is going to happen with what I just said? Will I say or won't I say What do you think think is going to happen? Those of you who don't love yourselves, you can't love them. Uh, It's not in my notes. I haven't even opened it. You can tell I haven't. Those of you who don't love yourselves, it will be difficult for you to love others. You can't give what you don't have. 
If you don't love yourself, you can't love others. If you don't invest in yourself, you can't invest in others. If you don't sacrifice certain things to make a better person, you can't make life better. And this life we are in is all about others. And as you take care of others, not take care of you, and raises people to take care of you. So make it a life. That's the whole idea. Make it a lifestyle. Be a dream interpreter. Since the beginning of this church, we've interpreted your dreams. Some of you came here um, in a particular way. You are not that way because the messages in this church and everything has transformed you. you may, some may not, some may not acknowledge it, but that's fine. But heaven records, we have been good to you. So you need to be good to this church and good to the vision of this church and interpret the vision of this church as we have interpreted yours and keep interpreting by praying for you, teaching you, equipping you, empowering you. You need to become dream interpreters. Are you there? You will be blessed. Matthew 6.33 Seek ye first the kingdom of God. <laughs> you know, Matthew 6.33 says Seek ye first the kingdom of God and there is no second. It doesn't say seek ye first the kingdom of God and then secondly, no. Seek ye first, that's it. The kingdom of God. And guess what? All these things, everything else shall be what? <laughs> Restoration added as a bonus for seeking first the kingdom of God. Now everybody go to John fifteen sixteen. John fifteen sixteen. We're looking at keys to restoration and keeping it coming. So every day there's restoration, restoration. There's always restoration because you're always giving, 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 caring for others. The restoration is not for us to sit on. The restoration is for us to be a blessing. Shout amen. John fifteen sixteen. Let's all read that together. Can we all read it? Go. You have not chosen me, but I have chosen you and ordained you that you should go and bring forth fruit, that your fruit should remain, and that whatsoever ye ask of the Father in my name, he may give it to you. Look at the progression. Look at the progression. Look at the progression. Look at the progression. Let's all read it again. Shall we go? He says what? You have chosen. So you didn't choose God. He chose you, and he chose you for an assignment. You have not chosen me, I have chosen you and what ordained you, appointed you, equipped you that you should do what? Why did I call? Why did he call us? That you should go and what? Bring forth fruit, go win souls, add value to people in the marketplace and everywhere. Go and bring forth. Everybody say, go and bring forth fruit. So you were saved to go and bring forth fruit. You were put in a church to be equipped to go and bring forth what? Fruit and make sure. After you've brought the fruit, make sure what? They remain. You follow them up. You're on their case. Nobody gives birth to a baby and then abandons the baby to cater for themselves. Yeah, when you invite people to church, you know, everyone who has come to this church over the years will follow them up. The new ones, I follow them up personally. Because them coming once is not enough. We must keep them in the faith. We must, it says that your fruit should remain. Now, watch that scripture. Everybody look at, the la, look at the last verse. Look at the last line. Listen. This is where most people are starting from. Christian, not just House of Judah. Across the, most people start from 
whatever you ask. They are asking for doing what they should do before they ask for things. That's why some things are not working. You have chosen me. You have not chosen me, but I have chosen you and ordained you. So, everybody look at your neighbor and say, I'm ordained. See, I may not be called bishop. I may not be called pastor, but I am ordained as a saved individual to work for God. In the marketplace and in church and in the kingdom. So, you have been chosen, you have been ordained that you should what? Go and bring. Yesterday we were on the go. So I'll give you the dates for the next one. The evangelist was here. He was so excited about the outreach. And he's coming back. We'll be doing it once a month. Intensify. Because that's what all church. This morning, Pastor Matthew is being celebrated for 70th, his 70th birthday. And the only reason why he's being celebrated is go and bring forth food. That's the only reason. We are here to just bear food. And take care of the food. The teenagers, the youth, the children, even Pastor Keke and Pastor Pato Ibo flew all the way from Nigeria to come and celebrate. We have sent our video recording and audio recording of the Buddha. Why do we know Pastor Matthew? Because fish going forth, bearing fruit. Amen. Sister, move. Is she every door okay then? Bring Sandra to the center room. Consciousness. Shall we read the scripture again together? Go. Ye have not chosen me, but. And what? And that. Now look at your neighbor and say, make sure I remain in church. I'm not hearing you this morning. Say, make sure I remain in church. Amen. Make sure your fruits, your family, your fruits, your friends remain in church. You want restoration? Make sure your fruits remain. Hallelujah. And then he says what? Let's read the last line now. It is after that. <laughs> it's after that that what? Whatsoever ye shall ask the Father in my name, what will happen? He will give it to you. So everything that you are asking God for is predicated on the first few lines. And I like the fact that he says, there's nothing God will not keep, I mean, he will keep back from us. Whatsoever, whatsoever, whatsoever. Somebody is receiving restoration. And somebody is receiving the keys to keeping the restoration. What should you do? Make sure you bear fruits and let your what, your fruits what remain. Remain. That's how you keep your restoration. Amen is coming. I'm not being left here alone. Amen is coming. Alright. Write this down. Number one, what should you do? Keys to restoration. Last week we looked at examine yourself. Ask yourself questions. Um... Go back to your father, etc. So, let's write it. Listen.
after you have received something, you need to have points of things to do to keep it. That's why I want you to write notes. So write this down. Number one, stay in service. We're looking at keys to restoration and then keeping it coming. So things that you have lost in the past. I told you, restoration, everything that you have lost is still on the earth. And God can give you, including your healing, including your peace of mind, including rest, including good marriage, including great children, etc., etc. They are all, you are all, you can see that all restored. But the question is, how do I keep them? And teach other people to see restoration and keep what has lost. Stay in service. God restores you. God heals you. God blesses you. Stay in service in God's house. Stay in don't Don't start serving and stop serving. Stay in service. If you don't keep in service once a year or twice a year, you know the angels will crank. You know that. Many people's angels are cranky. Our life starts the angels. Because we don't service our life. Did you know that church service is a service station? Anytime you come to church, you are servicing your life. So when you don't come to church, your life is not being serviced. But we want our lives to be serviced. So write this down, please. Stay in service and be a dreamer and dream interpreter. Stay in service. Stay in service. Don't just come to church. Everyone watching online across the nations, don't just come to church to take. Come to church to give. And remain a giver. I'm not just talking about money. I'm talking about service in every aspect of your life. Stay in service. Be a dreamer and be a dream interpreter. Every time pastors are in, they are empowering you. They are interpreting your dreams. Look at the neighbor and say, interpreting my dreams. Every time you hear pastors teaching across the nation, they are giving you keys to interpret spiritual keys financial keys, wisdom keys to help you interpret your dream in the secular world, in your physical world. They are teaching you things that empowers you to interpret your dreams. What God expects you to do back is to interpret the dreams of the churches and the ministries that have been helping you to interpret your dreams. This has to be emphasized greatly. Other than that, you lose the plot somewhere along the line. Shout Amen. Exodus chapter 2. Exodus 23, 25 to 27. It says, Ye shall serve the Lord your God. Watch the benefit. And he shall bless your bread and bless your water. And I will take sickness away from you. This is the guarantee. This is where we get COVID free life, Omicron free life. You know, with all the things that the government put in place in Great Britain, after all was said and done, now they say what? If even you see signs of COVID, don't isolate. Because they've come to discover that it's not scientists. Only the word. Don't isolate. Still be diligent and everything. But it's telling you now, in other words, your life is your own. So you better believe what Bishop said from the beginning. Serve God to keep you sickness free. The government and scientists have said, now what? That should tell you that your bishops and pastors were right all along. You are on your own. You know, that's why the Bible says, believe your prophets. 
and you shall prosper. Those of you who take those statements for granted, you are not helping yourself. Anybody who takes a man of God for granted is is is, is nowhere. So they need kokodama plus all the malaria tablets in Africa to deliver them from malaria ignorant parasites. Men of God don't speak their mind. They speak the word. They are mouthpieces of God. You may, you know, <laughs> should I go there? <laughs> Your man of God doesn't have to be in the three-piece suit. He could be like John the Baptist in the bush. But that's where Jesus went. Jesus, when Jesus, Jesus was greater than John the Baptist. Yet Jesus went to John the Baptist and said, you need to baptize him. But John the Baptist said, never. You, you are greater than me. He said, John the, Jesus said to John the Baptist, if you don't baptize me, I can't fulfill my assignment on earth. So I may be greater than you, but I need you. There's something about you that I need now to fulfill my destiny. You may not look like somebody whom I should come to, to baptize. But it's not your looks. It's what you carry that I need to become. So those of you who look at men of God, and describe, look at how they talk or how they walk. That's the way you determine that whether you should listen to them or not listen to them. <laughs> you know, you can tell I'm laughing, I'm not angry. Because you are a loser. Everybody who underestimates men of God will be a loser. Yeah, because they don't speak of themselves. I'm trying to be nice to you. You are, you are not clapping properly. <laughs> I don't intend to scream today. Clap. No, no. I want to father you today. Is that all right? Ye shall, everybody say, ye shall serve the Lord your God. And look at the benefit of you serving God. He shall bless your bread and your water. And he will take sickness away from you. And there shall nothing cast your young. There will be no miscarriage. No barrenness, no miscarriage in your business or your biological uh, clock in your land. And look at the next line. The number of your days I will fulfill. I will make sure you don't die prematurely. Everybody says, serving God pays. Serving God brings restoration. Are you hearing me? Are you paying attention, all of you? Don't let the children distract you guys. Because their fees are coming. Are you there? Yeah, university fees are coming. So listen to how to pay it early. He said, I will send my fear before you, and I will destroy all the people to whom thou shalt come. Watch this. And I will make your enemies turn their backs against you. Shout amen. So number one is stay in service and be a dream interpreter. Number two, please write it down. So you know what to do to bring your restoration. Anything in your life you expect a restoration in, you are the one who knows it. I'm, I don't know about it. So I'm teaching you what to do to see restoration and keep the restoration coming. Number two, stay at the gate. Stay at the gate. Gatekeepers are prayer, prayer warriors. Stay at the gate. Stay prayerful. Stay at the gate. Don't leave the gate. Don't stop praying in this environment. And when you see restoration, don't stop praying. Stay at the gate. Stay at the gate. 
Mordecai was at the gate of the king. And it was he overheard an assassination plot against the king. And he mentioned it to uh, the rulers. And the king was not assassinated. One day the king, this is restoration. The king slept. And then for some reason could sleep. I prophesy over somebody here. This week somebody will not be able to sleep. Because of you. Not because you are a troublemaker. Because they will remember there is something you have done that you have not been rewarded for. So those who say amen can tap into the prophetic. Everybody says stay at the gates. So Mordecai prevented an assassination attempt on the king. But he was forgotten. They didn't remember that. One day God made sure the king could not sleep. So he woke up. And he was pacing up and down. Then he went to the library, the Chronicles, and discovered that Mordecai had interpreted, had interpreted a dream of preventing an assassination plot, assassination plot against him. And asked the question, what has been done to this guy? And he said, nothing. May God remind somebody whom you have been good to, not to sleep until they remember you. Somebody say, I receive it in the name of Jesus. So, the king decided to reward him. And there was this proud guy called Haman. He thought he was all that. So, he came to the palace. And when he got to the palace, the king sent for him and said, There's something I want to reward. The Bible says, he said to himself, Look at this. This guy is saying to himself the negative way, unlike last week's message, saying to yourself. He said to himself, Who else in this nation will God, will the king reward other than me? Look at him and say, be careful. Who else? Who else? With a key reward other than me. So he got to me. So the king said, what should we do for somebody who has been very good to the king? He said, what he wanted to be done to him, he started narrating it. When he finished, the king said, go and do the same to Mordecai. I see a change of your story. He said, parade him throughout the town. Put him in the king's, the queen's Bentley. Put him in the king's, he said, put him in the king's second chariot. And parade him throughout the city and let them be announcing throughout the city, this is the one that the king desires to reward. This is the one that the king desires to reward. This is the one that... And the king said, go and do it. Meanwhile, he had targeted Mordecai because he won't bow down and worship him. The king said, go and do the thing to Mordecai. Hiya. May somebody who wishes you evil be the one that God said to reward you in the name of Jesus. Somebody scream amen three times. Look, God can use anybody and anything to bless you, including donkeys, including ravens, including fishes. So don't limit God. That's why you must serve God with every fiber of your, because he can use anything and anybody to restore you. Stay at the gate. That's why be now. So after Mordecai was honored, this is where the key, the key of stay at the gate comes. After he was restored, he was a gatekeeper. He was a gate man, security man if you want to. And that's how he heard of the assassination plot and revealed it. After he had been paraded throughout the city and honored throughout the city, guess where Mordecai went back to? He didn't go and sit in an office and say, now call me officer. 
He went back, Esther chapter 6, he went back to sit at the gate as a security man. Stay at the gate, despite your restoration. Don't change. Still be a gatekeeper. Keep praying for others. Keep serving others. There was this guy who was appointed as a president or vice president of Zambia years ago. He was an usher in the church before he was appointed as a Zambian president or vice president. The week in which he was appointed Zambian president, that Sunday he went to church and was ushering. Never change your standard of living to the extent where you lose your senses and stop doing what brought you the race. Your amen has gone. <laughs> I'm still approachable despite what we call a certain level of achievement, which I believe is just the beginning. Somebody sent me a prophecy this week. I'll show it to you before I tell it. Stay at the gate. Despite being honest. So write that down. Stay at the gate despite being lifted. Despite being honest. Stay at the gate. Keep praying for others. Don't lift your chin and start talking to people anyhow. Because you have been honored and paraded throughout Croydon. Yes. Mordecai was paraded throughout Croydon. But he remained the same. Tasimatu has been here three times. And he said, all Bishop has to do is to call me. I by heart. You call them when you have something sensible to say. So the fact that a great person has given you a phone number doesn't mean call them all the time. That's wisdom. So I have access to certain great people, but I don't call them often. You stay at the gate. Stay humble. Because, you see, all this is, some of you, the things I'm telling you, within a year, you'll understand what I'm saying. Because I'm very, I'm, I'm being very calm and being very prophetic because I'm not speaking for me. I'm speaking because of what I can see. The lifting that is coming to this church and the lifting that is coming to you as individuals on your job. But you need to remember these things to stay at the gate before you are fired. If you go and display pride there and start calling yourself by such titles, like somebody put on Facebook, I heard and I put it on Facebook this week, don't name yourself. Let God name you. Don't name yourself. Let God name you. He says, Isaiah 62 says, I'll give you a name that nobody can change. When God names you, nobody can name you. God named me in certain ways in my life. People try to unname me. It hasn't worked. It will, it will never work. It will ne- There's nothing anybody that's against me that will succeed. It will never be a dream or a prayer. It's, it's not going to happen. It will fire on them and they are still Because it is a promise. There are certain things you don't do against men of God. You don't, don't do it. I say those things. Like I said today, I'm speaking as a father. Don't do it. Don't join people to speak against me. Leave it. Let God deal with the situation. Shout amen. Everybody at the gate. Still keep us open from assassins. Because there are still people at the gate. Look at what God said to Ezekiel. Look at the gate. There are 25 princes, Jezaniah, Pelatiah, devising mischief, giving wicked counsel. Against your church, against your business, against your family. And look at what God said, prophesy again. 
There are people at your gates. They wish you evil. It is real. They wish your downfall. It is real. They wish your church evil. And churches evil. It is real. So stay at the gate. Don't reduce your hours of prayer. Don't reduce your hours of studying the word of God. Don't reduce your tithe. Don't be a, a J.C. Penny who was getting a lot of money, was tithing, everything was fine. Then he said, this money I'm giving to God is too much. Then he reduced it and lost everything and went back to God. And God, go back to where you stopped. So don't break the cycle of your giving, your tithing, your serving. Are you there? One day I was giving first food and I, for, I pretended I forgot. You have heard the story before. I was in South Carolina. God came there to the hotel. Where's my money? Simple question. Where's my money? I said, when I go back. So when I got back, he asked me where is his money. Listen. Should I say this? Holy Spirit, what's happening today? Now I'm coming to say something. Listen to me very carefully. Everybody look at me clearly. Tell your neighbor, your money is not your money. Don't make that mistake. Any money you earn is not your money. God gave you that money. God gave you that strength. See, that's why you must stay at the gate. Keep honoring Him when He blesses you. Charlie, I'm not feeling you this morning. <laughs> no, no money. No, my money is not my money. No, no. What we call my money? <laughs> we are poor. Ticket. You don't like this message. Are you liking or you are not liking? Next point, write this down very boldly. Make someone else's a reality. Oh. Charlie, I feel something. Yesterday the evangelist was here to make our dream a reality. And when we were walking through Croydon, he said, What a fruitful ground. He said, I'm coming back once every month. What a fruitful ground. Because where he is, is uh, white dominated. He was so excited. Excited. He said, I'm coming to join House of Judah once a month for evangelism. What is he doing? Making somebody's dream a reality. And I'll give you examples. How to see your own dream materialize. Listen. Everyone of you that is working and being paid, do you know why you are being paid? Do you really know why you are being paid? Do you know why you are being paid? Why are you being paid there? You are interpreting the dream of your boss or your organization. You are making things happen there. You are adding value. You are, you are increasing the potential capacity and influence of that business with your skill. That's why they pay you. No, they don't pay you because you just arrived there. Being there is not equivalent of qualification for payment. It's value adding that makes people pay you. Amen, I'm going to do. So let's speak spiritual language and let's speak business language. Interpreting others' dreams. That's we, spiritual. That's us. Solving problems. Adding value. That's business term, right? Working and being paid a salary. That's your business term. It's a term in the kingdom. You know, whenever I come to church, all those who come prior before I come, the microphone, set the microphones. Make sure I, when I speak, you can hear me and everything. It, this morning, I was cracking a joke to myself. You need to learn to crack jokes for yourself. 
I was saying in my head, what if Nana decides to cut my head off whilst I'm preaching? Not physically with cutlass. I mean, I'm preaching and he's upset and then just reduce. Nana, move the camera down. Let's see whether they will see me. Just as an example. What do I look like? If he, if he cuts the thing, let's say he leaves the camera upward. You don't see me. When he is, thank you. You can please show me properly now. Thank you. Did you see? Did you see? But that's what we do. When we don't help people interpret their dream, they look caricature. They've helped you interpret your dream. Then when it's time for them to be, you know, thank you, Holy Spirit. Listen to this this morning ahead. Anytime media person, media, listen. Johnson children, listen. Yesterday, the Yati children, they were the best evangelists. Except they don't see somebody. The Yati two boys. Everybody is with a smile. I was standing there trying to give flyers to some of those adults. They bypassed me and collected the children's one. Powerful tools evangelists. That's why you must start them early. That's why I put there in the morning, bring you. Interpret the dream of others. So, if the media personnel, those of you at the back there, anytime you are showcasing your, 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 the, the media, the microphone, the camera, sound, everything, you are painting a particular picture of your bishop to the world. You are presenting him. You are either presenting him in a good light or in a bad light. Media is very important. Media personnel, you are interpreting the dream of the pastor of the church in every church. So how you do it, prayer behind it, the excellence, etc. It's all about dream interpretation and determines your your reward. Are you here? So write this down. Make someone else's dream a reality, starting with God's dream. We're looking at. Keys to restoration and keeping it coming. You want to keep it coming. Keep it coming. Keep it coming. Make someone else's dream a reality, starting with God's dream. So, them behind the camera, they are interpreting my dream, making me look the right way to the world. So, if the sound is not coming properly, or the, like this is sheer, and all those funny, funny, funny things, that's something that the enemy tries to put through. Or if we don't use additional skills, because we can't blame the devil for everything. So we too have a part to play to make sure we come early and say the things. So we say, sure, we know at least it's not the devil. It may be the devil, but at least there are things we must do. And there must be prayer backing. There's no service that is significant without serious prayer. Excellent ushering. These are all dream interpretations. Praise and worship. If they forget the words and say it's the devil, that's not dream for proper dream interpretation. Are you all getting it? So you don't come late and then come and do uh, sit behind the organ or come and do something. No, no, you must come and wait on your ministry. Ask you wait on your ministry before. You see, you must be fully. You know, sometimes let me say this for free. Sometimes I don't understand church people. There are certain things you don't do on your job. But you like doing that in church. You are not well. That's the nicest way I can put it. You are, you are, something is wrong with your head. Why would you give God the worst, but give the world the best? Why is that? 
I'm not speaking as a, uh, as, as a pastor and a father and an apostle today. Why would you give the world the worst, the, the, the best, and give God the worst? You know, that's why God said, remember thy creator in the days of your youth. Don't wait until you can't walk properly before you say you'll do something for God. You are bended. I can tell I don't have fans today. I'm just kidding. I know, I know you're all right. Are you getting what I'm saying? Tell your neighbor, give God your best. Don't wait until you are a geriatric case before you do something for God. Be an interpreter of dreams. That's how some of your dreams will come. I'm going to give you an example. Joseph interpreted the dream of Pharaoh and became a prisoner from prison. Became a prime minister from prison. Now, look at Joseph's story. Now, look at it with the neighbor. Just in case you are waiting for everything to be honky-dory with you before you serve God or interpret dreams, let me tell you about Joseph. Joseph was sold into slavery into a foreign country, Egypt. The moment he hit Egypt, he was, uh, he was bought by Potiphar. So he was a property of Potiphar, a possession of Potiphar. So he had no the moment Joseph hit Potiphar's house, he took over, saving, started saving to such an extent that the guy looked at him and said, God is with this guy. God is with you doesn't mean tongues. God is with you means saving. God is with you doesn't mean holding a big Bible. You must prove it through value-adding traits. He was saving, took the... Potiphar's property and everything as if it was his. You see, that is what people must start doing on their job and in churches. See your church as your, 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 your church. As, you, as if you founded it. It will change the way you do things in church. I'm speaking globally. Don't see, don't see your church as Bishop's church. Mama B's church. Those closest to the bishop. As a matter of fact, that statement actually is, there's a no-go. There's nobody like that in this church called nobody close to, close to the bishop. There's no such thing. There's no such thing as these people are close to, there's no such thing. If I would describe anybody close to me apart from my family, they say, Pastor Johnson, and those who immediate handle sensitive things about us. Other than that, nobody should go around saying we are close to bishop. It's a huge responsibility that comes with attacks. You must be very prayerful and spiritual. To, 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 don't, don't even say it again in any church. Can you be called? Those who do the will of God and interpret the dream of their father. Now, just in case you want to get upset, let me give you an example, a scripture verse so you don't kill me. Ever say one day, Jesus was there. And then, his, his mother and his brothers came to visit him. And they wanted to see Jesus. So they came to Jesus and said, Your mother and your brethren, those closest to you supposedly, have come and they want an audience with you, Jesus, your mother and your brethren. Jesus said, Those who do the will of my father, his mother, his mother, what I say, let's speak African, he said, Mother. He said, those who do the will of my father, they are the one who I give audience to. That is his mother. 
that is his biological, those are his biological family. He said, no, they are not close to me. They are those who fulfill my, interpret my, my vision on this earth and do the will of those, those I call closest to me. So, look at the name and say, I'm warning you. Don't come to me again. Say, we are close to Bishop. Don't try it again. We are close to Pastor Matthew. We are close to Hedepo. No, 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 no. Bishop Hedepo said, I don't even spend one hour with my wife. I'm too busy. My wife has got her room. I pass by and I see she's watching something. His focus. He was not even there when his wife was delivering. He said, throughout the education of all his children, he never asked them once, when is your exam? When his wife was dying, he went to 27 nations. While his wife was dying at home. Doing the will of his father. So God hit there. Let's stop making noise. We are close to the pastor. We are close. What are the fruits you are producing? Be close to God. Be close to God. Anytime anybody comes to tell you any time that we are close, don't, 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 shut them up. Tell them, go and find something better to do. You haven't had breakfast. Don't let anybody walk around here with that kind of, you know, here or in any church. Don't, don't do it. That's not why we are here. And that's another thing. Should I go there? <laughs> Some of you know where I'm going. It's okay when we are in churches to socialize. Go to parties. Arrange our birthday parties. And socialize. And put our pictures on social media. Facebook, YouTube, uh, Instagram. Beautiful. The same team that you go to eat together with. Organize soul winning and go and win souls. In addition to the eating. And take pictures of it that you are winning souls. Don't just eat. Don't just socialize. Don't just do parties. Don't just do games without gaming for God. Are they alright? The next time I see your picture on social media, Facebook, and all that. As a matter I put love. I put the, I press the love button. Well done, well done. The next picture I want to see is you in Tesco, the same group that went to eat. Because we are not just here to socialize and ourselves, we know each other because we are, we are, we are <laughs> members of this church. We didn't know each other from anywhere. So that's how we got to know each other here. So. Party by all means. Bishop Sister birthday. We're going to sit out there. What's the place again? Uh, Mila and Kata. And we eat. We take pictures. But after that, in addition to the socialization, entertainment, and parties that we spend money to go and eat and laugh, and that same, those same teams and, and, and groups, not, I don't use the word click. Don't, don't do clicks here. Very destructive and very demonic. Don't do clicks here. This is our group. When we are talking, you don't enter. You are. Amen. Let me just try and be very nice. Clap before I do something to you. I am the pastor of this church. So do entertain yourself. But don't forget the work of the ministry. Which is the real reason why God put us together as a church. I, I told you today, I'm not... Uh, that's the real reason. Can you imagine your mother come to visit you and you tell the people to tell your mother, you are not the reason why I'm here. I gave birth to you. 
I want to see you, G. I know you are preaching. I want to see you. Go tell them. It's those who do the will of my father. They are the ones I give up those. Did the, did the message go down well? Did you get the message? Remember it. Because I'll be monitoring all of you. Because I'm the pastor of this church. And I want to help you. So, do whatever. Arrange your parties. Arrange your But I want to also hear. We went out. And one souls. We went out and visited these people. We went out and, and propagated the gospel. And built the church. For which we got to know these people. So we are not an eating bunch. We are not a drinking bunch. But we are a kingdom bunch. Who, and who do leisure and do spiritual things in addition. Do you understand that? That's what I'm saying. So it's not a, a big deal, but it needs to be addressed. So we know the real reason why we are a church. We are not a club or a society. We are a church. And the church is a living force. And the purpose of the church is souls. So you establish them through entertainment, visitation, everything, but their spiritual emphasis must be, must not be overlooked. Shout Amen. I think I can clap for myself. Wonderful. So, <laughs> make someone else's dream a reality, starting with God's dream. Write that down, please. Make somebody else's dream a reality, starting with God's dream your church's dream, your pastor's dream, and your employer's dream. So this is a principle that cuts across everywhere. Make your boss's dream a reality. What to bring more resources, what to bring more impact, what to make your business more known, what to make them more value-adding, what to put them to the top, uh, 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 you know. Get them onto the Forbes. What to make them, that business thrive more, what to bring more sales. So you are a voice in the marketplace and you are a voice in church. So make someone else's dream a reality. Now, Job 40. Look, let me give you some examples. So Joseph. Joseph became a prime minister. Say Joseph became a prime minister interpreting the dream of Potiphar and Pharaoh. What's it? Joseph's plight. In Potiphar's house was a slave, but he was interpreting the dream of Potiphar so that he set him over everything in his house. Became a general manager, accountant, everything for Potiphar, a slave because of service. Because he put himself aside. I'm already a slave. Let me just serve my master. Do everything that will make my master look good. Do everything that makes my church look good. Do everything that makes my pastor look good. Do everything that makes my wife, my husband, my family look good. That's the way we should live. And he was made, and he was uh, accused of rape and put in prison. If it was you and I, God, enough. Save yourself. Because when we go through certain things, sometimes we resign. It's natural. It's a natural feeling, but we must go beyond those feelings. So he, he one day he got up, and you see, that, thank you, Holy Spirit. What a study. This must go on TV, uh, Esquire, minister. He was put in prison, falsely in prison, falsely accused, put in prison. 
One day, he noticed the countenance of the butler and the baker. Now, as I'm watching you now, there's a facial expression you will express that makes me know, notice, I must do something for you. A person who notices the countenance of prisoners must be a person who cares about people. That in prison, despite the circumstance and situation, he, was, he took time to notice the countenance of somebody else. Whose countenance do we notice? It's not a condemnatory statement. It's just a natural. <laughs> Whose countenance do we, do we notice? So if I come to church one day and Abna is not smiling, maybe my humorous side will say it's Nana. But maybe she has her own something. So why is she not smiling today? It shouldn't be, oh, get away. What? What? No. It should be, is everything all right? Because you are more, you know, than this. Put yourself aside. Why is the butler and the big, why are the butler and the big are looking the way they are looking today? So he went ahead and found out what's happening. That means he noticed something had changed. So he asked them, and they said, this is a dream I had. And you too, when they ask you if everything is okay, don't say, by faith, by faith. There's a place for it. But if you need assistance, eat. Did I hear amen? So they said, this is a dream we had. Then he took time to pray and said to this guy, this dream means this, this, this. You'll be restored back. And the other one, unfortunately, your head will be cut off. So when the guy was restored, he said to the guy before he left, when you go, tell the king about me. That I help you interpret your dream. That's how you were released. This guy came out and forgot him for two solid years. But two years later, Pharaoh dreamt and couldn't interpret his dream. Then, the guy remembered, ah, there's a prisoner who interpreted our dream. And everything he said, ditto, ditto came to pass. He was so concerned about that. He sought God and found the interpretation. So this dream that you have, he did the same for me. You see, that commendation comes. People who have helped you, recommend them. Don't keep it to yourself. Ah, I recommend them, then they'll promote them, then me, I'm still where I am. That is a... Uh, amen. So the king said, go get him. So they went to the prison, shaved, cleaned him up, Look at what brings a person out of prison. His ability to interpret the dream of a person or a king. Any prison you find yourself in, find a problem to Starting with God's problem, which is all about souls. People whom we don't see in church, we make sure. <laughs> I sent a text message to everybody I didn't see last week. Everybody I didn't see two weeks ago. Everybody, I'm talking about the new people. Those of you who are here for years. Once in a while, you hear from me. You don't need to hear from me. You should be the one visiting people. So, you won't hear from me. Yeah. That's babysitting, polishing, after more polishing, after more polishing. No, no, no. 
I know you agree that it's not necessary. No polishing of coins. So the guy came, Joseph came, and then interpreted the dream of Pharaoh. Listen to what Pharaoh said. Can we find anybody in this land as wise and discreet as you to put in charge of what you have just said? A prisoner was appointed a prime minister, not for his looks, but for solving a problem of the king, interpreting the dream that he could not interpret. There are people whose dreams only you can interpret. If you don't build friendships with them. You know, yesterday in our neighborhood, my wife met somebody. And all of a sudden, they looked at her and said, are you a Christian? And they started talking. And they started opening up to certain things that they are going through. Communicate. Don't just pass with long speeches. COVID is on your head. All the problems. You know. As a matter of fact, what will free you from that long face is being interested in the battle and the baker, why they are looking the way they are looking. Now I'm, o- I'm okay with your doctor laughing. That's okay. I-, I-, I believe you are getting this message. You know why I prepare bar before I come and preach? It's your welfare. And you are being equipped to become a voice to your generation. To go in separating everywhere you go in separating dreams. Everywhere you go, interpreting dreams of others. And in the process, you get promoted. You will be promoted. Listen to this. Job 42 verse 10. Job went through, understand, biblical church historians say, what Job went through lasted nine months. When he lost everything, what he went through lasted nine months. Now, the friends kept saying all kind of funny things to Job. But look at what the Bible says. Job lost everything. Now look at how his restoration came. Job 42 verse 10. Everybody, Job 42 verse 10. I'm beginning to round up now. Are you getting something? Tell us, but I will use what I've got today to interpret dreams and keep my restoration coming. See, that's why Mama B and I, we keep going the way we, are, we, we keep going. This is, our, this, is the, this is the way we began, and this is the way we must continue. And now that I know that I'm in my legacy years, Everything has changed for me. It's legacy now. Passing to the next generation. Mentoring. Consultation. Uh, Raising proteges. Raising sons. Pouring everything I know to the next generation. I'm not going to the grave with everything I carry. That's why we must start going on mission. Mama Betta was in Ghana to see the school that we sponsor. The state of the school. And we need to do. The clothes we need to send. We will make it. Job 10. Let's all read that together as we begin to round up. And the Lord turned the captivity of Job. Look at this. Look at this. How did Job's captivity turn? The Lord turned the captivity of Job when he prayed his friends who were criticizing him all through what he went through. There are nothing positive to say to Job. The Lord turned the captivity of Job when he prayed for his friend that he didn't feel like praying for. Doing good to people is not always easy. Yesterday, was it yesterday you told me about the shock? Many pastors are wounded, many pastors are dying, and it's the kind of shock news that they hear 
of people whom they have been good to, who have become great, and never even said anything to the people about how their lives have changed. Or never show up back to the church like the lepers to say thank you. The shock, the investment you put in many people and expect that at a particular point they will interpret the dream of the church and the pastor that helped them become. And you just hear they are celebrating, but haven't even told you about celebration. celebration. I haven't come to say thank you that you even played a little part. The shock. That's why pastors have a serious shock absorbing. You have to. You have to. Because some of the things you hear that people do, after you've been, they've been there for years and you've fought over, some of the things you hear people do, even mad people wouldn't do it. Now, some of the things that sometimes Christians do, even mad people will not do it. A mad person is sensible enough when he sees a car coming, even though he's mad, you say, hey, this car, I'm not dying today. There's some, the ingratitude of Christians across churches in the kingdom of God, even Muslims do better. It's unbelievable. This is a reality. It's a fact. Don't, don't get some way. Check yourself. Whether you are grateful enough. Whether you are still at the gate. It doesn't make sense. After Job prayed for his friends, the Lord restored his fortunes. Now look at the neighbor and say, neighbor, I don't feel like praying for you. Say it. Say it. Say, I don't feel like praying for you sometimes, but it is necessary for my restoration. Yeah. It's not every sinner you want to see and then or confess to or believe it. Is it true? Among us even believers, do we treat each other well sometimes? I put something on Facebook recently. Let's, let, let me, let me, I put it in with such an attitude. But let me just, I'm being nice. I'm being, I'm being trying, crap. Am I trying or am I not? My own self, there's a way I'll put this message as another, but there's no point. <laughs> I'm excited about what I'm saying. I put it on Facebook. Let's stop saying black lives matter when our lives don't matter to each other. When we treat each other dead. No photo respect, no dignity, no nothing. Let's stop saying black. It's a good slogan, but in reality, it doesn't work in many places. So don't you don't mean. Let's stop saying black lives matter. When our black behind lives don't matter to each other. And I'm speaking now as an apostle. You should know the difference. When you come to church, become very spiritual. I wear several caps. Teacher, pastor, apostle, and prophet. So know which one is. Those who are close to us, supposedly, they know. They can tell with my eye what I'm saying. So you know when your pastor preaches from being shepherdorial, fatherly, to the word apostle means those who order. And that's my powerful nice lane. I like it fast. Your finances must be in order. Your relationship must be. Everything must get back in order for your life to become better. Yes. So yes. I need to do my job. Yes. Look at it. Let me say, stop saying. Okay. As a matter of fact, the next time <laughs> I hear you say, I'm just, black lives matter. Yes. Amen. Amen. 
All lives matter. So treat everyone nice. Now we know what we mean by black lives. That our blacks should be taken care of and should not be discriminated. We understand all that. But just make sure as you are saying it, it starts with us. It starts with us. Don't go preaching a gospel. You. It starts with that. We treat each other some way. You say, black lives. I treat you terrible and I say your life matters. No, I'm insane. I mean, say, I treat you some way that I say, we, our black lives matter. But, you know, that's why Jesus said, he who says he loves me, but does not love his neighbor. Again, good word, he is not well. It's in the Bible, first John. So, black lives matter. We don't support each other. We don't support our churches. We don't give to our churches. We don't come to church the way we should. We don't tithe the way we should. Meanwhile, we got our blessings from that church by that black pastor. And yet, we don't treat the churches pastored by those blacks well, and we say black lives matter. Anybody who speaks that way, I know they've got three vaccines. They need to get three more. That, that, that's the humorous way I can put it. Don't tell me my life matter to you when you don't value me. Vice versa. I shouldn't say I value you and your life matters to me. When I don't value you or teach you the best things that God has given me, which has made me, I don't share it with you. Oh, I must keep quiet. Sometimes white people even treat, white people treat black people better than black people. I know they are the Asians, some of the Asians, some of them, not all, who think they are white. Who also are there, but we we'll leave that to another day. Because my, my calling is to, is to the world. Did you get what I just So tell your neighbor, neighbor, my life must matter to you. People's lives must matter to you that the things you learn in church, you go help them interpret their dream. Be the best employer on your job. Be the best employer. See that job place as yours. As if you, that company, you set it up. Be the best in your department, in your church, in your church, in your ministry. Interpret the dreams of God. Because churches belong to God. Shout it there. Put your hand on your head. I think you've had enough. Daniel became president of presidents by interpreting the dreams of Nebuchadnezzar. That's how he became president of presidents. So say in the name of Jesus, I pray for grace to be a dream interpreter. To be a dream interpreter. To be a dream interpreter. I pray for grace. For wisdom. To be a dream interpreter. Pray prayer right now. I pray for wisdom. Pray for grace. To be a dream interpreter. Dream interpreter. Dream interpreter. Dream interpreter. Dream interpreter. I pray for grace. 
for wisdom to be a dream interpreter. A dream interpreter. A dream interpreter in my church. A dream interpreter in my ministry. A dream interpreter in my neighborhood. A dream interpreter on my job. A dream interpreter. A dream interpreter. A dream interpreter. Caring for the needs of others. Making sure my fruits remain. 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 Then I can ask God for what I'm looking for. Then he will answer. That is the protocol. That's the protocol. That's the protocol. That's the protocol. Make me a dream interpreter. I receive grace to be a dream interpreter. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name. Shout Amen. Now, before I lead those who are not born again to Christ, I'm going to ask us to receive our tithe and offering. I want you to don't tithe first. Don't take your phone first. Listen to this. Tithing and giving is a form of interpreting God's dream. Go to Malachi chapter 3. Let's close with that. Tithing and giving is a medium of interpreting. You know, lift up your head. Lift up your head. Let me ask you a question. If you steal from me, can you ask me for something? If you steal from me, can you ask me for something again? Why not? What you stole, or what I lent you, you haven't brought it back. Would you ask me for something? I know there are some people who, they owe people, and they will still... Come and ask you again, thinking that you, you wash your face upward. <laughs> so ask for this person, every time I need money, don't come, don't, don't give me up, don't give me up. You, they, lend, they lend them money. You haven't paid and you have come for another one because you, you, your, your face is a bank. It's an ATM machine. Who, naturally, who you steal from, you can't ask them for. Naturally, you can't go back to them and keep asking them for stuff. Now, God, every money we earn, 100% of it belongs to God. Then he tells us we should bring 10% of it, which he says, according to Leviticus, is mine. And he says, it is holy. So, you see, listen. It's the leader's factory. So, it's not the pastors of churches. Who are telling people that you can earn thousand pounds or five hundred pounds and then put ten pounds or fifteen pounds in the church account as your tithe? No, you are you are not just a, 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 a thief. Bible actually calls you a robber. But in addition to that, you have a three 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 letter degree. You are a thief, you are a robber, and a liar is T T R L. You are like the Ananias and Sapphira. They got the money and said they are brought all, but he didn't bring all. God speaking in Malachi 3 said, You have robbed me. Are you paying attention? I'm closing now. You have, I want you to tie it with understanding. You have robbed me in tithes and offerings. And he said, The tithe is mine. So you can't rob God, you can't steal what belongs to God. And ask him for restoration. Which restoration? The one you kept or the one, which one? It's, and then listen, he says, bring the tithe and offering into my house. 
children. Come. The three of you come. Go around. Go around. Go around there. No, 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 no. Go around the back. Let me try. Watch this. Just sit, sit at the back. I'll tell you about this after the service. That's not dream interpretation. That's for stating the man of God. Attention. Attention. Focus. Let's be spiritual. Let's know where we are. Tithing is a sacred act. It's a holy act. Holy solemnity. It's a time of sacredness, holiness, or respect to giving back to God what He has given us, a portion of which is His. So, we always have to attach great seriousness, generally, not because of what happens. Generally, when it's time to give, you are giving to, when you're going to give to the queen, you don't just say you. No. You, you, so, you. We need to understand atmosphere. There's a lot I can say. Bring the tithe and offering to my, that's God speaking, my house and I close, he said, that there will be meat in my house. So it's not Bishop's house. God said, bring the tithe of into his house. His house. That there will be provision in his house. Even Bishop brings tithe into his house. God's house. <laughs> Nobody's above the law. Uh-huh. All of us. Pastors, all of us. Tithe. And the, uh, for, for where we are going, he said, I don't want it to be very excited about it. Restore my ears, restore my ear, but they don't do the things that bring the restoration or you short circuit it. That's what I'm trying to avoid. Are you there? Bring the tithe and offering to my house. That's him. Malachi 3, 8 to 12. That there will be meat, provision of the word in my house. Then, he said, then prove me now. Don't prove me before. Bring what is mine, then prove me, and I will fulfill my part of the bargain. To tell the devourer to take his hands off your life, your finances, and your profession. And I open the windows of heaven for you as a blessing. So he is waiting on us to honor him, to fulfill our obligation to him, for him to bring the restoration and tell the destroyer, including COVID. Interest rates have gone up now to 0.75. And they say somebody even threatened that, they said maybe it may go to 7% somewhere along the line. So the only hope for every Christian. And everybody around the globe is the kingdom. And one of the things that secures it and keeps it coming is your time and my time. Did you get it? So take your phones now. Ushers, can we have our envelopes? Hallelujah. If you need an envelope, please lift up your hand. If you haven't started tithing, please this message that you have heard. 
take advantage of it and start tithing. And start tithing consistently and accurately. 200 is what you got this week. 20 is tithe. 5 or 10 is offering. Give generously to God so you can get restoration. Take your phones now if you are in the house or watching online. Take your phones. Can we have the bank details on the screen? Take your phones right now and then transfer your tithe, transfer your offering. If you believe that with all that God has done for you, you giving him five pounds as an offering, if you think it's dignified enough, that's fine. But for all that he has done for you, what has he done for you? Is it dignified? Is the offering that I'm giving? Is the tithe I'm giving? Is it dignified that I'm giving to God? I'm not giving to my pastor. I'm giving it to God, who is the reason why I'm, a, I'm still alive and I've been preserved in this environment and climate. Who is the reason why I'm where I am in life? Is what I'm giving him honorable enough? He said, you look among your Malachi, he says, you look among your animals and you bring me the ones that are diseased. Then he said, will you give that to your governor? Emphatic to talk about. For God to talk about something, that means it's a big deal to him. So let's honor him when it comes to giving and let's approach tithing and giving service and everything. Let's approach it with holy reverence. Amen. So take your phones, transfer the account details right there. If you are watching on, details are right there. Hallelujah. The Lloyd's Bank, if you are in the UK, use those bank details to transfer your tithe and generous offering to God, not to a pastor. Uh-huh. Even we need a blessing, so we also tithe. So PayPal, if you have a PayPal account, PayPal.me forward slash House of Judah City Church. You can also, if you are watching from outside the country, use the IBAN details. Or you can go on our website and type and give. If you are watching online, you are not born again, let me pray with you right now as we carry out this solemn act. If you are not born again, it's a powerful opportunity for you to submit your life to Jesus and become a dream interpreter and to see your own personal dreams interpreted. So, Jesus came to interpret your dream to keep you from being a sinner to being a saint. So if you are not born again, you want to give your life to Jesus Christ. Please pray this prayer with me. Say, Father, thank you for sending Jesus. I believe he died on the cross and was raised from the dead on the third day. You died for my sins. I confess all my sins. This week, this month, this year, past sins, known sins, Unknown sins, sins of omission, sins of commission. Forgive me. Cleanse me by your blood. Give me a new beginning. I accept you now as my Lord and personal Savior. Thank you for saving me. In Jesus' Amen. If you pray that prayer, you've given your life to Jesus. You are welcome to the family of God. God bless you. We'd like to encourage you to join us in our our service here in the heart of Croydon every Sunday from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Amen. All those who are not in the house as well, it applies to you as well. Amen. Follow the details on the screen and join us every Sunday morning 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. And then Friday evenings we are online for our prayer meetings from 6 p.m. to 7 p.m. Powerful prayer session. Don't miss it. Sunday in-person service. Please put it up again. Friday prayer 6 to 7. Wednesdays 
7 to 8 p.m. Global School of Wisdom. We are continuing our teaching on separate members from disciples. There's a vast difference. So please come online and learn this. So you know how far, where you are going, where you are in your Christian life, so God can entrust certain things to you. Then Saturday we have lunch hour with high achievers, changing a lot of lives. 12 p.m. to 1 p.m. So don't miss it. We look forward to see you. Amen.